This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up? What's up, everybody? Ricky Whitmer here, along with who are you? Your last customer, Johnny Carlick here. As we are reviewing Death Wish, doing our movie reviews. You guys know how it works. If you're new, I'll tell you how though. First, we're gonna stay in a non-spoiler mode. Then we're gonna move on into spoiler mode. Then we're gonna give our show stealer and our review Rating. the perfect, perfect kind of three-part podcast for the movie reviews but johnny saw death wish bruce willis before we get into spoilers also before we get into that i forgot housekeeping yeah check out patreon.com backslash most valid podcast that's how you support us if you want this awesome shirt i'm wearing check the store down below in the description also you're going to want to go to mostvalidpodcast.com you're going to want to bookmark that page that's where you get everything for mvp and last but not least, go ahead and give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. But, Johnny, now that I've done all that, general thoughts of uh, Death Wish. What did you think after I seeing thought it? it was great. And I just want to say, mm-hmm. I think you said the same thing when we got out of the theater. It really hit close to home. Yes. Why? Because it was in Chicago. Oh, ev- like, the, the part where, so, when they showed the hospital, yeah. which was the Rush Medical Center, I believe. Yes, I think so. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, holy shit. I drive by that all the time. I drive by that every time I have to go to Whitney Young High School for work. Yeah, and sadly, there's a lot of them we're going to have to save for spoiler mode because I don't want to yes. say a lot of the stuff. But there is a lot of stuff, like mm-hmm. saying where t- things take place, yep. when they name off streets. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy shit. I've been on all those places. I've been to all I those like how places. When they show, I've been everywhere. I like how when they show him like on the train, you're like, holy shit, it's actually the it's L. It's the L. It's actually the L that they're <laughs> holy on. Holy crap. And it's not just like some generic train that they, oh, we're in Chicago. And no, it's like, I, like you get shivers a little bit because it's yeah. like, and then like just the thing that like this shit does happen. Yes. And the thing not that, maybe what exactly happened in the movie, but mm-hmm. the stuff that like the movie's based off of this movie to me, happens. this movie to me was a really good movie. And it was really good. I mean, yeah. maybe a little bit is you got that hometown connection with it mm-hmm. from us, but I liked it. I thought that Bruce Willis was great in this role. I love action films, so I mean, usually they're going to get a little bit of a higher rating for me because I like yes. action, but. The one thing, and we'll get more into this in the spoiler mode, I was I was surprised how gory this movie was at parts. We're going to get into exactly where yeah. later on. <laughs> oh, man. I just keep thinking about But just in general, like, I mean, just to let you guys know in case you haven't seen the movie and you're thinking about it, there were some parts where it's like, oh, didn't expect that. Like, that's a whole yeah, movie thing. Yeah, if you thing. don't want to see gore, I wouldn't recommend seeing this There one. were only two scenes with two. it. Two with the big with, scene with the horror film like, like a horror film. one okay. of them is um like save it for spoilers buddy I, i'm trying to say it without saying it is saying it without saying it like for example i'm trying to relate it to something where let's say someone cut me open and my innards started coming out yeah that's the type of gore okay that it that's was. what i'm saying there's a lot of yeah i mean there's more than just two scenes like that there's but a bunch like, of them but that type of it like gunshots and stuff that's traditional action film, like shooting in the head, yeah. shooting someone. That's 
traditional for an act. Like, I expected that with this movie. I expected that with the action. But, like, the innards coming out of someone, that I would go more for a horror film than an action thriller. Yeah. Am I wrong? Yes, but at the same time, I mean... It fits. The premise, it, it fits. fits. But, yeah, no. I thought this movie had action. The The plot wasn't bad. Like, no. the, the story all the way through. The only thing, if I have to say that there's anything weak about it, and we'll get to it at the end of the podcast, is the end. Like, the ending was kind of like a... All right, I get what you did, but you kind of like wrapped, and that's the movie. I hope you guys liked it. Yeah, I like some thing. of the I like some of the ending, but yeah, I can see what it ended coming really off quickly, that. and it was like, oh, okay, that's how it's gonna end. It wasn't bad. It was just a if I had to pick a big negative, maybe that's it. But anything you want to mention before we move on into the non spoiler section? Well, I do want to say spoiler section because we're in non spoiler. I section. do want to say uh, this is a remake, and I was reading the synopsis of the other. Mm-hmm. I again, I will have to watch it sometime and yes. maybe do even a review on it. But what I want to say is, a I like retro, the, a retro review. A retro review. Is that what we're calling it. I think we're, I think we should actually. Yeah, a retro the Rick R. and Johnny retro review. Wow, a lot of R's in there. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only non-R man. I am. I'm sorry, guys. I ruined it. I want to steal something from you really quick. Go ahead. The cast in this was awesome. Yes. You had Bruce Willis. You had Vincent um, D'Onofrio, who Jurassic World and Kingpin from the um, Yes, I was surprised by that because they did not recognize him as that. They also have Dean Norris, who I love it because basically how I described it to you after the um, movie was this movie's basically Breaking Bad mixed with, oh, what was the other one? I I had it, and then I lost it. It was Breaking Bad, and I said it to Dave yesterday. Shoot, it was Breaking Bad mixed with, oh, now it's going to kill me because I said Daredevil, and now I'm thinking Daredevil, but it's not that. Um, Mixed with, like, crap. I'm just not going to. It's got some Breaking Bad X, like, in Elements there. Elements in there. Because it's basically, hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and Dean Norris is playing the exact character that he played in Breaking Bad. Oh, Taken. That was it. Oh, it's Breaking Bad mixed with Taken. There you go. That's like, especially with the end, which we'll get to. It was very Taken-esque. But final thought before I move into spoiler mode. No, I just think it's kind of cool. Um, I didn't even know it was a remake until I looked mm-hmm. it up. But, until, uh, I, until we were in the theater. Yeah. So slight spoilers on this one, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of it being an um, um, action. Well, no. Um, his a profession. He's okay. a surgeon instead yes. of an, ar- an uh, architect. Architect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Which I think still played... a doctor. Architect. Yeah, I think he's got his PhD in the movie. Is an architect builds buildings. Yeah, I know. But if you have your PhD, you're doctor. still a doctor. Okay. Yes. But what they I'm made saying, that joke with the a, wife. He has a doctorate. Okay. Yes. Uh, what I That's was, what I meant. Still a doctor. Oh, I, oh there you go. Like okay. Doctor Wallace, and he's got a PhD. Okay. Okay. I got. I you. kept saying PhD, and you kept trying to fight me with it, which I found funny. But I was trying to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's not. A, he doesn't save lives in the original. Yes. That's what I'm saying. But I, I like <laughs> well, how technically they, he saves lives, but not in that sense. He he. Um, how they played into it in the mm. movie was nice. Yeah. Yes. Which I don't know if maybe they played into it in the arch- with the architect one. Maybe but we gotta watch to find it. out. But Johnny, let's move into spoiler mode. And how yes. we do spoiler mode is we just were in non-spoiler mode. Now everything from here on out will be spoilers. So if you have not seen the movie, go ahead and do so. We will be here waiting for you. So you can come back. We'll be here waiting. Just hit that pause button. I'll wait as long as you want. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's really how it works here. But 
Going into spoiler mode, let's start with the beginning. The thing I like about the beginning, and a lot of this movie is going to be what I liked about it because I have a general um, positive uh, spin on the movie, is basically I love how they set up the family. Yes. They set everything up. They they gave you a very – they. What they did well was they made me care for the family before they killed them. Yes. Because you knew from the trailers the family was going to die. They did a great job of making me care for his family. Exactly. I think what it started off first in Chicago in Rush Medical with him taking care of a gunshot patient. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to him and his family. Daughter's getting ready to go off to college. She just got her acceptance letter. The wife is just a funny thing. That was funny. I mean, are you sure you're not excited? I think I heard something upstairs. I heard a noise upstairs. Did you hear a noise upstairs? It was yeah, I heard a noise. It upstairs. was very like, it was very like TV, not TV family, but like kind movie family esque. TV movie family esque, yeah. yeah. Joking around about, I think I heard mm-hmm. a noise upstairs. Did you hear a noise? Up- yeah, yeah. And then she finally admits, I got in. I got into hey. New York University or wherever yeah. she was going to New NYU. York. NYU. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Sophie to see if she got in also. Runs upstairs, and they have the family of their conversation. Now, here's the thing. Moving forward yeah. in this beginning still, then they go to her soccer game. I oh, I thought at the beginning, mm-hmm. when the guy is kind of calling him a pussy and saying, oh, you got to have your wife step in, you pussy. And Andreas Apergus as yes. belligerent dad. That's literally yes. the title right here. My first belligerent thought, dad. My first thought was, holy shit, he's going to be the guy. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what if he was one of the guys? Not that straightforward. I didn't, I didn't know that at yeah, that I know. time. I'm like, but not wow, that straightforward. What if that's one of one of the guys that does it? Mm-hmm. One of them. However, moving forward, how do they find how do, how does this get all set up? I really like how they did it because it's something that could happen to anyone. Yeah, basically, it's so and so. Like it, this movie teaches you a lesson. Don't broadcast your business. Exactly. That's basically what it told me because I didn't even realize it until the very end. This is a little foreshadowing coming back. Mm-hmm. I didn't click it entirely until he saw the picture of his address on MJ's phone. Yes. Where basically the reason – because at the beginning I'm like, okay, so he's just a bad guy. He just assumed like, oh, they're a rich family. We're going to rob them. But it didn't click in my head that, oh – he heard them talking about, oh, we're going to be out to dinner that at night. this time. That's why he took the picture, because they thought that no one would be home. Yeah. But people were home. Yeah, because things, plans change. Yes. And- that, that to me, didn't click until the ending where they revisited, that, basically when Bruce Willis's character found out, hey, He saw the picture on the phone. Yeah. And-, and the movie thing of, hey, we're going to replay everything. To kind of lay everything out for you, but which actually goes to show, um, they actually say in your phone, in your car, mm-hmm. don't put your actual home address under home. Yeah, put the put a fire station, put the closest police station, mm-hmm. and yeah, you went a little NSA on this, but it's very important that well, and I mean, people know that it's even like when I was talking to Dave yesterday about it. He goes, yeah, it's like they say, don't broadcast your vacations on Facebook. Exactly, don't because that's telling people, hey, I'm not going to be home here. Yep. I'm not being home. You can rob the shit out of me. Yeah, Hello. take all my shit. It's go. May as well your, leave the door unlocked. T- yeah, go take your pictures. In Canada, they do that, I think. 
In Canada, they do leave their Some doors Some parts, on I think they do. But because that... I remember the Michael Moore documentary where he just started opening doors in Canada. Like, oh, sorry. Just want to test if it's open. And then he would just shut the door. That's weird. It, he wanted to see if <laughs> it was weird. true. And people really left their door open. Yeah, well, that's not Chicago. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving forward, the actual night. So, the night it happened. Yes. I'm just going to say this. Um, I don't remember the name of the character who got sick. It's his fault. It is his fault. It's his fault. Without um, him, without him, it's just a basic rivalry. Not rivalry, robbery. Robbery, yes. It's a basic robbery. Nothing happened. We lost everything. No big deal. Family's still alive. Yep. However, he had to get sick. They couldn't go out. Then Bruce Willis has to go to work. Yep. And then everything that happens with the daughter and the mother. What did you think of that scene overall? The whole scene where the robbers break in. I had one little problem with it that I'll say. Go ahead. And it was minor. So the window's open. Let's yeah. say the window is facing you, Johnny. Mm-hmm. The book that she had was over to the right. The wind would have had to go in and then circle to the right at not the right angle to flip. Like, that's the only thing I saw. Not a huge thing. I'm not saying. Like, Actually, the, that's wait, not wait, completely wait. true, but wait, go ahead. It's not a huge thing. But where the movie, like where the window was positioned, how far away it was from the counter, I was like, okay, that wind had to do some maneuvers to get through. Like, yeah, I know wind works in mysterious ways, but I was like. Okay, I get what you're doing, but I'm not like mo- movie physics. Movie fi- like that's what I was doing in my head, and then I forgot about something it. who's someone who's slightly more of an engineer than you can tell you that All actually right. the wind, if it goes at a 45 degree angle, can hit that book enough to if it's strong enough of a wind that night, it doesn't have to be terribly strong. It only flipped a page. That's all it did. Yeah, it looked like a thick page. It looked like a pretty thick page on that cookbook. Okay, it's not cookbooks like, have thicker pages, it's, man. I have plenty of cookbooks at home. You don't need they to tell me thick, that. They have thick pages, And man. it's not like it's trying to flip this closed on no, me. No, it's just flipping a piece of paper. I so, saw that as like, all right, that's your your movie logic trying to get it in there. Like, yes, it could not possible, <laughs> but it's like, oh, my God, is that going to have, like, from where the window was, I was like, that's in the other room. I don't think the wind, by the time it got there, would have the power to. Besides the point. Yes. That's anyways, not the point. Minor things. Like I said, my negatives are probably very minor for this movie. Yes, another thing. This is very minor. So I get the state of panic. Yes, that the wife is experiencing. But let's fumble with the phone to call nine one one instead of let me grab knives to defend my. I get that they have guns, but I could at least throw a knife. Yes, I think the logic was to try and get the police there and get. Instead of, oh, I'm going to try and fight them with a knife because I don't know what they have. Mm-hmm. So I think the logic was get the police there. They can maybe save my family. See, that's why horror mo- horror movies are better because they would at least know to grab the knife. The first thing they do is grab the knife for self-defense. Yes, and that's what gets you shot. Yeah, <laughs> not grab- all the time. Most of the time. Right? It doesn't get you. It gets you shot, but it doesn't get you dead. Because not everyone dies in the horror film. Not everyone dies, but it does get you shot. It poten- does get you shot. And but- potentially dead. But I mean, that happened anyways, but... That whole scene, more fucked up than I was expecting. Yes. Like, especially the ponytail was the character. No, ponytail was... was it? I it thought was, uh, he was Joe. The, oh, that's right. It was Joe. Ponytail Joe. looks like... So, ponytail was the bar guy. The bar guy, yes. Yeah. So, it was Joe. Fucked up. Very fucked up. Joe's, like, a, Joe's a piece I, of shit. I was not expecting to get rape vibes from this movie. 
No. Like, I was not expecting to get a guy that was like, hey, let me have two minutes to rape his daughter. Yeah. I mean, it played out like I could expect. Like, oh, oh one you of play them sports. Like, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, you look like you play. Oh, man, your thighs are strong. I'm thinking, I, like, that scene was so well done. Yeah. I was getting, on like, I, in my Un- seat, you're getting was uneasy. feeling uneasy. Like, I don't want to watch this. Don't make me watch this. Like, that's how, like, uneasy I was in my seat. Hey, Knox said no shit. No, no monkey business. No. Yeah, it was Knox because I don't think it was yeah. Fish that said that. No, Fish was the guy that the said fish. it up. There's Knox, the fish, and yeah. Joe just to say who the robbers are. Knox were. was the guy with the wife. The like, well, hey, went up with the into yeah. You're, the, you're, get you're the gonna safe. you're gonna open the safe. You're gonna do this. He even like it even seemed like he made a rape reference as well. Did he? Yeah, because didn't he? Like, I don't know if you got this vibe, but I got it to where. She's unlocking the safe. He looks at the bed and goes, like, says something like, yeah, and then we're going to do something after or something like that. Or he says a one line to where I'm like, it put the thought in my head, like, is he going to rape the wife? Like, is that the plan? To- no, I I think Knox was smart enough to go, like, I want to get in and get out. I would. Because he said no funny business. However, how many times have you seen a robbery where it's like, no funny business, and the leader's like, I'm going to do some funny business. Like, I told them one thing, but I'm going to do another Could thing. be, but I mean, I think he he seemed like he mm-hmm. wanted to get in and out. He just wants to do his robbing, and that's it. Because so, he was the leader. Fish set everything up. And Joe was just there to... And then Ponytail was the guy at the bar so, that... He sells the yeah, stuff. That the they shit. just house everything in. Excuse me, by the way. Love that scene, though. Like, that whole scene, like... Played with a good job of playing with your emotions. Yes. Especially like me. That's the first time I've been creeped out by something like that in a movie in quite some time. Like a movie yes. hasn't been able to make me feel creeped that like uneasy that. in a long time. And then just how they do it to where, go, run, fuck this, boom, boom. And that's all you see. Like, just flash, flash in the house. And it's like you're sitting there going, did they both die? Because, like, I told you after the movie, the trailers made it seem like the wife dies, the daughter survives early, and she's not in the coma for most of the movie. Yeah. Whereas this was, no, she's in the coma for most he of the movie. He doesn't even know if he's going to get his daughter back. Yes. Which which is a great way to play it over because then mm-hmm. you don't, if she, you don't get her back, like, right away, mm-hmm. you don't know if you're going to get her back, push him over the edge. Yes. What do you think of then moving forward, him kind of turning that switch to go from loving dad surgeon to vigilante? Because there was that thing where he saw the cop, he sees all the, I think I figured out your line. Huh. We're going to need a bigger board. Yes. Was that that's it? What was I, that, that was, gonna, that was going to be it, yeah. I, it, it clicked when, because he saw all the things, it was like, oh, reds are closed, blues are open, ah, but most of them are just like, Gang stuff like those those will stay open. He's just looking at them, going, "It's a lot of blue tabs." Yeah. And then as they pan away, you see the little thing that says, "We're, We're gonna, gonna need, need a bigger, bigger board. board." But that's the thing that pushes him over into, "Okay, I got to do something." Yeah. Well, that and his uh, when he brings his wife down to Texas mm-hmm. and <laughs> that scene with that, the uh, with the grandfather. I, I thought that the grandfather. I'll be honest. When he got out of the car, I'm like, "Is he gonna kill himself?" Like, he ju- he lost his wife now. He lost his daughter. Is he going to kill himself? But nope. Nope. Completely did. And I leaned over to you and I said, welcome to Texas. Because he just went and he's like, poachers. Takes the gun. 
bam, bam, bam. Even, even more, I, I, I don't want to say sadistic, but maybe after he talks to uh, Bruce about everything, he just looks at the dawn or the calf that's on the ground, pull it to the head. Yeah, it was a, put it out a fawn. Misery. It was yeah, a baby a deer. I think that's, a, yeah, I think. It it just was, put it out its misery. Boom. Well, I mean, it's better than letting it suffer like oh, that. Oh, I know. I just wasn't expecting him to shoot it in the head cold Welcome dead to Texas. right there. Exactly. But, like, all of that played into him then becoming the vigilante. Yeah, it did. And what was a night was a great way to him being able to get a gun. He mm-hmm. goes, he sees the commercial, goes there. It's like, uh, Jerry Ro- or Jolly Rogers. Jolly Rogers. I still want to see if that's a real place in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was great because they... He goes there, and I don't know if his logic of, you know, I don't want this gun tied to me, mm-hmm. or if it's like, I'm still hesitant on getting a gun, um, like going through with it. And then the next day, he's back at work, mm-hmm. and he's working on someone, MJ. Yes. No, no, I'm sorry. It was a different guy on that one. He's a different guy. He's oh. screaming in pain and everything, mm-hmm. and they lift him and move him over. Gun drops onto the floor. He kicks him into mm-hmm. the bed. And that's how he gets his gun. Because his his. You know what I totally forgot huh. at the very beginning, before we set up the family, it was the um, the right at the beginning where the cop is like, "You're not gonna die on me. You're not gonna die," and it sets up the great narrative of like the cop that got shot dies. All right, yeah, we got we got one. another one that came in. What you're gonna try to save him and. Bruce Willis's character, I don't think he saved him because of how he said it. He kind of was like the, if I can, basically saying, yeah, I can't. I he's like can't save him, if you know what I mean. Probably not. I can't save him. Like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do what I can, air quotes, but it's not going to be enough. And there is a Yelp review for a Jolly Rogers gold gun and pawn. There you go. Up, that's in Florida. So it's not in Chicago. Anyways, um, but I thought I thought see, I had it there for you, Johnny. Thought well, I had it for. We'll a find second. it out later. <laughs> I'll mention it maybe next week if we found it or not. But, but the gun store thing, I actually like that in the story because yeah. first time he's there, asking about things, looks around, camera, 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 does a nice job of. No, I'm not going to buy one yet. Basically, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to commit everything that I'm going to do. Then, then buy, buy the it gun. later to then create my alibi. Yes. Of well, why do you have guns around the house? Well, I thought that I needed to protect. As soon as myself. my baby came home. Yeah. As soon as she came home, I felt like I needed to protect her and my family. So basically that like that was a nice one. It wasn't like a uh I see it wasn't like the window thing where it's like, oh, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. It was like uh okay, I could see that as a alibi. Now would I have thought of that? No, I'm not that smart. Mm-hmm. But it was a nice alibi to use to buy the gun when the daughter came home. Yeah. What I was just saying earlier, it was a great way for him to get the gun mm-hmm. was to ta- just take it out off of someone who just drops off of because they're yeah. getting shooting. Uh, as you were saying about the cop thing, mm-hmm. my, I got it as, you know what? It's his job to save people. No matter mm-hmm. they kill the cop, they killed whoever. His job to save someone. What happens to them after that? Oh is no! What happens? The cops are going to take him away after oh, no. he heals. I know. I'm just saying, like the that's what I got from that line of like, if I can, can I? Like, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, I didn't get nudged. nudged. That's I didn't the get, vibe like, I've wink, got wink. from that line of like, yeah, he just could. Because of, like, I got that because I felt like it was setting up what kind of character he was going to be in this movie of that vigilante where it's like, no, the bad guy dies. The well, bad guy dies. No, I mean, it's kind of a, a change of heart thing uh-huh. because it's like, you know what, I'm a. My, I'm a, uh, a surgeon. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna save whoever I can. I don't care what the, I don't care what they did because guess what? Mm-hmm. They're still a human, and my job yeah. is to save people. And then as soon as something yeah, that's happens, a whole, to, that's a whole other bag of worms. I'm glad the movie didn't go into. Yeah, <laughs> didn't well, go into the that's political why did, side. That's of it. why I didn't get the wink wink out of it. I got yeah. the the officer saying you're gonna save that animal. I only like, got I that because of what character we know he's going to be in this movie. Yeah, the vigilante kind and. The thing, one of the scenes I love the most is what you referenced to at the beginning of the podcast, where kid comes in, uh, you're a LeBron fan, always be an MJ guy myself, like talking to the kid, and the kid's like, yeah, you know, mm. you can't walk to school unless uh, you do something for the Ice Man, Ice Cream Man, and just like having him come up and go, who are you, your last customer? Pop, 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 like it was rapid fire, yeah, on that pistol. What I find funny most of all about that, he walks away no problem, and uh, no one can ID him. No, not just that. Instead of people going after him, like, "Oh, you just shot our guy," it was, "Hey, let's rob him. Let's rob the Iceman. Let's take all his drugs and stuff." And I want to ask you about this. Yes. Do you think it's hard evidence to uh, get someone who's killing to? have substantial evidence against them based on a kid reacting what he did using the same hand as the killer. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Well, no, when it, they look at the kid and they're like, what hand did he shoot with? And it's like the kid puts out the left hand just like he shoots with. Yeah. Is that substantial evidence in the, uh, it's in not the evidence. cop game? It's not evidence, but it is a uh, a way to narrow it down. Especially if you shoot with left hand, mm-hmm. lefties are more rare than right hand yes, people. So, but it could just be what if because with me, I always used my right hand because I'm dominant with my right yeah. hand, no matter what the person otherwise did. What if it was just the left hand? Well, that's kid? why he went. He referenced back to the video, mm-hmm. which he was shooting with the left hand. Mm-hmm. But it's like the kids are going to imitate what they see, and that's what the kids saw. Pull out I, the left I hand. I just and, saw that, and I was like, "Is that really? Is that really hard evidence that we could use there, copper?" Well, at least it's, it's, that wasn't really evidence. It's just a way of like going, "Hey, mm-hmm. this is something to look back into. This is a way to narrow it down." Also, the ultimate way to ID um. <clears throat> so, uh, who did it? White guy in a hoodie. <laughs> just a white. Do you have any tattoos? Any markings? We can anything we can go off of? No, nope, a white guy in a hoodie. It was dark. Hoodie. I I do also love the social media and oh, yeah. pop culture references. I put that up. This. I put that up hours ago. The memes that were in it, the sway in the morning, the mad cow in the morning yeah. references that were in oh, it. Oh, that's great. The yeah, don't upload this onto uh, to YouTube or anything. Oh, I, I already did that. I've got like a shit ton of hits. <laughs> oh, I love that. That reminds me. Huh. One of the other things I didn't like about the movie yet yeah. again, very minor. Um, when he's watching himself in that video on his computer screen, yeah. Until they pan back to him to where they needed the glare, unless I am wrong, I could be. It seemed like while they were watching that, uh-huh. that I looked at him like, 
Oh, they basically put a green screen over that. Like, they put a green over the screen of the laptop so that there was no glare when they didn't want glare. Mm-hmm. Basically to, hey, we're going to make the screen green and then in CGI put the video over it. Yeah. So that there's no glare as the camera so that you don't is see panning the camera. around. Yeah. I get why they did it, but I was looking at it going, maybe I'm wrong, but to me that looks like blatant CGI. Like it didn't even look like it was masked in any way. I didn't I didn't notice just because I was watching the yeah. video I that just, was going on in it popped out to me if that was the case for them. Moving forward, though, yes. let's get too close to him now. MJ comes in, figures out the phone. T- what, T- what, steals the phone. He only notices it because he's wearing his watch. What did you think of his progression to kill everyone that basically killed his family? Because um, he went after – he had MJ, then he went after the – the bar guy. Well, he fish came in. He kills both of them in the bar. Well, here's the what. Here's I want to let them know mm-hmm. more specifically what happened. Okay. So he gets um, MJ's phone. Mm-hmm. Um, finds out that a he had the that took the picture of uh, his mm-hmm. home address. Yeah. And then he looks like where to go, and he finds the bar. Yeah, he finds the bar. He finds the the bar guy mm-hmm. says, "Hey, I want to buy something." Mm-hmm. Bar guy gets suspicious because he's got a a tag on his yeah. hoodie of a patient that must mm-hmm. have, I guess, passed away. Yeah, and he goes for the gun. The whole thing that that the whole thing transpires, just trying to get his shit back mm-hmm. and maybe some information. Yeah, well, <laughs> fish comes in. Bruce Willis ducks. Shoots his friend. Ponytail gets bl- blasted in the yeah. head. Mm-hmm. I. And then that whole fight was interesting too. I love how it's like shit. It's jammed. It's jammed. He's trying to get it to unjam. Yeah. I'm telling you, fish was a horrible shot. He was. And the thing I love most about that scene was basically the hey, I'm going to use these security cameras to know exactly where you are. So I know where to shoot you through the bar. Yes. The other funny part, too, is uh, when his gun jammed. Let's improvise. Here's a guitar. Bam. Yeah, he hits him over the face with a guitar. Knocks the sh- throws a shelf on top of him. One thing I will say, and I get why they did this, because they're not going to have Bruce Willis's character die. Yeah. But how much luck was in that when... The bowling ball. Oh, yeah, the bowling ball just happened to fall on Fish's head. Yeah. Just happened to fall. I get it's a movie that was going to happen, but part of me was like, of course that happened. It's a movie. Also, like, that accidental shock is what? He fell on him, boom. Mm-hmm. Gun went up. Like, he finally picked his gun back up, but I think that was more of an accidental shot because yeah, fell on him and bam, right into his face. So then he kills Fish. Yes. Then he goes after Joe. Joey. Yeah, Joey. The Joe. mechanic. Um, that oh, was the one where was savage. I was not expecting, like, I know in the trailer I saw the, like, jack and he pulled it. Was not expecting when the car came down, the brains just to go all over the ground and just come right out of his right? head. No, that was, that was, the whole scene was, and it's kind of like. There's a whole uh, motor oil thing where he cuts it was the ceramic nerve. Yeah, was it the ceramic so, nerve? Or sciatic. Sciatic. Uh, so what happens is he. Cuts it along the sciatic mm-hmm. nerve is like, dude. Even when he cut it, I'm sitting there going, "Oh, oh please stop! Please stop! Please even stop! Like, please stop!" At like, the bottom of it, deep. he dug it in and uh-huh. twisted a little bit, mm-hmm. and then pulled the knife out. And then, um, he's he's like, "This is a corrosive fluid going mm-hmm. into the going straight in onto a nerve." A nerve. I'm like, "Oh, 
the most painful thing someone can experience without, without going into cardiac arrest. Yes, that was horrifying to watch. But that was a, a nice quip at the end of, you're not going to kill me? I no, love jacket. Well, I also love the, tell me what, you, tell me what I want to know. Because this is not going to kill you. And guess what? You have a ton of motor oil to work with. Yes. You have a ton of brake fluid. You have a ton of brake fluid to work with. So I can do this all night, basically. Yeah. Is what he was saying. And then he pulls the jack, comes down. All I did not expect the brains to come right out of the head. It's like smashing a hot pocket. Then it was basically the final showdown with Knox. Yeah, Knox almost got him at the nightclub. Too. Yes, he did. Night. That was a n- wicked shoulder. Uh, mm-hmm. When when he had to fucking shot. staple himself. Yeah, he basically had to surgical use, staples. He had to use the glue, which looked like a thing of super glue. Yeah, um, and then he had to surgical staple his basically his arm, the skin back together. Yeah, because that like he almost, he almost died there. I knew when he looked and like the guy was making out the girl. I'm like, that's Knox. Mm-hmm. That's got to be him. He's yeah. not going to be in there waiting for him. No, absolutely not. And Bruce Willis, that Fell was a time it. where he was getting a little cocky, though, too. Because, yes. like, he'd look over at guys, get out of here. Get out of here. You're going to want to get out of here. Pop, 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 pop. And no one's in there. Yeah. The phone is just He fell for there. it. Yep. There's a plan from Knox. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be in there. Mm-hmm. However, what fucking Batman-style shit to say, boom, 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 I'm going to shoot the voltage to cut the lights. Yep. Now, I don't know how he crawls past him because the next thing we see is like him crawling out the entrance to the bathroom. Part of me says if you would have to be really sneaky crawling past Knox because Knox was in between him and the doorway. I think there were two doors because it looked like guys were exiting both ways. The door looked like to me the one that they went in. That's why I thought. That's why I remember having I mean, that thought. But I mean, with the mass panic and everything mm-hmm. going on, and p- multiple gunshots and mm-hmm. a gun fight going on in the yeah. club, yeah, there's people running around. But he still knew. He still found him because basically the scene that you said creeped you out. The elevator scene. Oh, that was Knox is a fucking. Well, creep. it was basically him telling Bruce Willis without telling him. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna come back and kill her. I'm kill you both. I might not kill you. I'm going to kill her, though. Yeah, that's true. Because think about that. Like, I'm putting my mind into the villain. True. I can kill you. Great. I killed you. But if I kill her, then you have to still live knowing you lost her. You have her back. Knowing you and lost. And now I took her from you. I finished the job. Yeah. Basically. Basically, basically it's him saying, you lost. But yeah, and then that sets up everything... In the end, the final gun battle. Because like I said, goes back to Jolly Rogers, actually buys the guns. And what does he buy? The tactical furniture. <laughs> Remember that from the commercial? And then the tactical furniture. Surprise them. Surprise them, yeah. And like the whole thing of, I just saw someone outside. Get in. Get in. Get under the stairs. Dad, what are you doing? Get under here. Call the cops. Don't move. Everything. but Like that whole last scene. Amazing. Guy yeah. comes in, bathroom, looks around, comes, do you see the gun? Pop! <laughs> well, first one goes into another room, set up the bed like there's someone sleeping yeah, in it. Yeah, and then just... <laughs> pillows. Yep. Pillows. Gotcha. And then he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> the other guy goes gun to the bathroom. Gun just comes out and pops him. Um, <laughs> Brain on the wall. <laughs> but then even the sneaky thing of 
being hidden under the bed with the body next to you, yeah. making it seem like, oh, that's just my guy, snaps the gun up and shoots him. Yep. So there's two, and then you had the whole Knox oh, battle. The, real quick, though, mm-hmm. how that guy died. If he didn't die from those gun oh, wounds right, right away. That's, that was the second gore thing. <laughs> yeah. Where he fell down the the, the He the fell balcony. over the railing. Well, he went through the railing. He threw it. And then the landed snaps on his, his neck. neck. And you actually see and hear the snap yeah. of that neck. <laughs> that I, was... forgot, I forgot all about that. <laughs> That's I the other one. I was, in my head, I'm thinking there was a. I'm like there was a second gore thing, and I can't remember what it was. No, that was and that was, that was it. bad. And then you had Knox. Then you had Knox. Yeah, I love it. I loved how he came downstairs. Knox got the jump on him, shot him, and was like, "Sit down." <laughs> Basically, shoot your hand. Sit the hell down. Yep. And he's like, oh, "I'm gonna kill you." Da 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 da. What does Bruce Willis do? Kick the table. It goes open just shoots him and just hits the wall and you just see the blood splatter and the blood pool start. Mm-hmm. And then at that moment, you're like, yeah, baby, he won. <laughs> he got him. The bad guy lost. You ain't messing with me now. And then everything at the end, like we mentioned, the so you're telling me, and this was yet again, funniest back and forth between Dean Moore, Norris and Bruce Willis. So you're telling me, you're telling me you bought the guns Recently, yeah, you know, after my baby came home, I felt like uh, I needed to make sure protect I can protect her. her. So you're also telling me that everything—the shoulder, the hand that is almost, almost healed—everything healed. you got tonight, everything. Yep, good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that was another thing of that I liked was at first I thought that was glass that went into his hand. Mm-hmm. That was the kickback from the gun yeah. of someone not know or knowing how to fire a handgun. Mm-hmm. Would probably happen to me if I tried. Yeah, I thought that was And just funny. cut your hand like, oh, shit. <laughs> but then you get the great line of, so everything good here? No, not yet. Grab a piece like, of pizza. Now I'm good. Now it's <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> well, it's also that cop humor, too. Yeah. You got to have the buddy cop back and forth. Like, uh, we good I, here? We good here? I don't know. Something seems uneasy. Now we're good. Yeah. Now we're good. No, I just think it's funny, though. I mean, that's another Chicago reference. Uh Uh-huh. So anything you think we didn't hit in spoiler mode that we have to hit? Oh, here's what I want to hit. Yeah. Are they going to do a Death Wish 2? Well, I did make the joke to you. Based off of the guy steals a bag from a hotel. He goes, hey! Are we going to get Death Wish 2, Bruce Willis in New York? See, now, <laughs> after thinking about it, her other friend did go to NYU as well, right? Mm-hmm. And he was dropping her off at NYU? Yes. I wanted to make sure because uh, he said he's only, he did say he's only a few stops away. Yeah, he moved. Oh, he moved. I, I saw that as, I, like, the way I saw He that, moved, he's not leaving her out of his sight. Exactly. I yeah. saw it as a, t- that's why I said taken. Yeah. It is now, it's Breaking Bad taken. I did make the joke, and I know you didn't like it, but Home Alone. <laughs> I mean... I guess. <laughs> First one takes place in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The last little scene right there was a few little booby traps. Not mm-hmm. nearly the same as Home Alone. But I, again, it was the and joke. And then the second one happened lost in, in New York. New York. <laughs> so you're saying Death Wish lost in New York. Yes. Or Death Wish killing in New York. Is that what I guess? Because he's not technically lost. But my only thing. That was for, a joke I was making. My only thing for a sequel is who's going to die now? You're not going to go completely taken and have the daughter be 
taken. No, you're not going to have her be taken. I don't know. They set it up for a sequel. I don't know if we'll get one, though. Like, it's one of those where it's like, hey, we set it up to where if we wanted to. We can make a sequel. The Grim Reaper could be coming. Because even at the end, they're like, you got Sway in the morning and stuff. The Grim Reaper, I don't know where you are. But Good st- thing you're not here. Good but riddance. stay there. But stay wherever you are. And which I saw that and I was like, really? You were just praising him earlier in the movie. No, actually, the whole time he was saying we, there shouldn't be vigilantes. It was uh, Man Cow that was okay. praising him. Because I was like, really? Well, I think he's a hero. I, I think he's a hero. Mad Cow in the morning. <laughs> but any final spoiler things before we go on to our show stealer and No, ratings? I think it was a really good movie. And again, if you live in Chicago... Um, it's going to hit close to home because yes, of how many references. Lakeshore, mm-hmm. Rush Medical Hospital takes place in Evanston as well. Yep. Um, I know they named a bunch of the streets, too. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember all of them. Well, And again, like Man Cow in the Morning. And what was the other show? Uh, Sway in the Morning. Sway in the Morning. That's an XM station. Though. Yeah, I know that. still. Um, let's put it this way, though. We're going into our final thing. We'll do Show, show Stealer first. And if you're new, basically the Show Stealer is MVP, gives an MVP for the movie. We've gotten, I'm going to do a little bit of a recap here. For Black Panther, we had Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman have taken home the honors. For Game Night, we had Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams take home the honors. Johnny, who's your show show stealer? Who's taking home the honors? My my show stealer. Who's Um, your show stealer? Bruce Willis. Unanimous. Unanimous. This is is like, this is like I said to you, an American assassin situation of, you know, Michael Michael Keaton was the clear show stealer for mm-hmm. that one. Bruce Willis, the clear show stealer yeah. for Death Wish. This was he did a he did phenomenal in the role. It was his movie. Yeah, it was. Like I I don't even think there was another actor in this one or actress that came up to that level. No, there's not like there's not the amount of development of the mm-hmm. character. There's not enough of any of the characters. The closest one I could say that could could have made like ne- step up next step up was Knox. <laughs> no, no, because of the say, creepy factor. Well, there's that, but I was gonna say the uh, Vincent, Vincent D'Orfio. Yeah, there was a de- some development of the mm-hmm. uncle, but not enough to make put him up there. Yeah, it's Bruce Willis. Well, let's do it this way. We're gonna give it five out of five guns for this one because of Death Wish. How many guns are you giving it out of five? I'm gonna give it a four point five out of five. Ooh. I was I was between four and five. And you know, I'm like, it was a really good movie, and I, I, a lot of it may be because, again, like I keep saying, it hit close to home. Uh huh. Um, there's a lot of things that, like, you just realize, like the no, the numbers they spout out. I wouldn't be surprised if those were realistic for Chicago. True. And I mean, just uh, with the day and age of gun violence we're having, some people I know, you and I talked about beforehand. Some people mm-hmm. were going, "Oh, it, with stuff, everything happening nowadays, it was, it was a bad movie to put out." Yeah, you know, you know what I. I a lot of the reviews I saw were like, oh, it's a bad time in our history to put it out because of everything that's going on with the gun control issue. And like that, a lot of the reviews I saw mm-hmm. came in with a negative. Like, I feel like the people came in with a negative mind yes, to begin it. with. I had fun during this movie. Same. Like I said, I didn't think that the plot had any big negatives. Like, all my negatives were little, like, nitpicky things. Yes. That Like wind. Really, yeah, like wind. <laughs> like, come on, the wind doesn't work like that. Um, however, I'm going to give it a five. We got a Beauty and the Beast situation going on yes, here, Johnny. Another five, 4.5. And actually now looking at it, out of our rankings for movies so far this year, Death Wish has now the highest average 
of score. It has a 4.75, beating out Black Panther, who, with two movies, had the lead at a 4.5. So, Death Wish, I'm giving it a 5. You're going to give it a 4.5. Bruce Willis, the show stealer for Death Wish. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys thought of the movie down below. Are Johnny and I crazy? Are we right on the money? What did you think of the key story points? Let's continue the comment. Let's continue the discussion in the comment section. Well, thank you guys for checking out our Death Wish review. Our next movie, we technically have a week off, Johnny. So here's what I am proposing. Unless anyone hits us up on Twitter, hits us up in the comment section of a movie you'd like us to review this week. Otherwise, we're going to take the week off. The next schedule one we have is, I'll just give you the rest of March. So the 16th, we've got Tomb Raider. I'm excited for that one, even though video game movies, knock on wood, they're not real. Knock on wood, really, they're not that good. Then we're going to have Pacific Uprising on the 23rd. Hopefully Dave will be joining us for that review. And then Ready Player One rounds out our March. But the next one we have scheduled is Tomb Raider. Let us know if there's a movie down below that you would like us to review. want to thank you guys for checking out the Death Wish movie review. But as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.